got an army. In this army, I've got a part. Thank God for having a part in the army of God. Amen. The high praises of God in our mouth. Two-edged sword in our hand. Don't you believe we can march right up on the victorious side into the promised land? Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead while we're standing and receive prayer requests, pray for the meeting. Uh, Appreciate the spirit that I feel. You might would like to go ahead and put the ongoing prayer list on, but this, I thank God for being, we are in the army of the Lord. We need to equip ourselves like men. I believe that's what he said. Quit yourselves like men. Get ready, prepare to do battle. Amen. Let's remember Brother Brown and Sister Grace. Uh, while they're away in San Marcos, uh, Brother David Giggs, that's a name uh, we prayed for him before, but put him back on the prayer list. He did have a request that we put in the chat, but also after speaking with um, Brother Joey Lawson, found out that he has stage four brain cancer. So let's definitely want to keep Brother David Gix in prayer. 
Brother Michael Nelson with his uh, situation with his eyes. Sister Tiffany as she's recovering. Sister Simeon as she's recovered. And the work in San Marcos. Let's remember that. And all the job situation for the saints who are traveling. And the saints who are traveling are aging parents and their caregivers. Those who we're testifying to. Those who wounded, confused, and scattered. Let's remember all these needs. God would have his also want to remember uh, as well Sister Ida. She did come home from the hospital, uh, but she has to take some medication trying to regulate her heartbeat. So keep please keep her in prayer. She was able to go home, so uh, that's a good thing. Thank God for that. And Brother Patton's son, Cullen, let's remember him. Any others? Any other special requests that we'd like to make known to want to be missed? Sister Sandra, remember Sister Sandra, she's still out uh, with a cold and symptoms. Let me just say that. Well, uh, anyone else? Let's remember the remainder of this meeting. Brother Vincent, I'm sorry. Let's remember, thank you, Brother Harris. Brother Vincent as well. Let's remember him. Brother Ray. Yes, sir. Sister, okay. Yes, sir. Remember, sister. Okay. Remember, Sister Tyler. I, I didn't know he didn't put a name. But let me say this. I'll say this though. While we're while we're praying, I was thinking about this, and we're gonna go ahead and pray. But, brother, if I ever had a need, I want to bring it here. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availed much. His eyes are up on the righteous, and his ears open to their cry. I don't want some ungodly. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not in particular anybody, but I'm just saying I don't want some ungodly. Whatever they can do, they need to pray that they need to be saved. I want somebody whose whose ear, who God is listening to, whose eyes is up on them. Thank God, that's who I want. I listen. One day, somebody prayed for me. I'm here because of the prayers of the saints. Amen. And so thank God we realize that with, with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. So let's go before the great God of heaven. We want to also remember the remainder of this meeting, that God would have his way. Do you want a part of this army? Amen. That, that Shulamite is returning, isn't she? He said it was as a company of two armies. Hallelujah. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. I should start with a revelation. 
I, I stood up here a while back and I said, uh, we know uh, the scripture that faith without works is dead. And I said, I, I, I noticed that I was shown a duality that love without works is dead. And we have another scripture that says, uh, I wish I could remember these numbers. They're out of my mind now. The peace that passes all understanding. I don't know where it comes from, but I have a, I have a joy that passes all understanding. <laughs> and I can't thank God enough for those things. Over 20 years ago, a young man in California was on his way to a party. Sorry, brother. Stopped at a red light and uh, asked a, lady, a young lady for direction. 30-second conversation turned into changing both of their lives. And uh, he had family in Atlanta, and I had family that moved toward the area of Atlanta. And he happened to be visiting his family when he went to the church that my brother was in, Gainesville, Georgia. And little did, I'm sure he was very shocked when he asked my brother's name and and my brother said, yeah, my, bro- my brother's in Homa, which is where Brother Ron was from. Such a, such a uh, no coincidences. So Brother Ron contacted me, and I came here. And I thought, this is the beginning of heaven on earth. When I came through those doors, I just knew it. Everything was going to be beautiful. Life had changed. It was going to be awesome. Two weeks later, the BPO spill hit. I lost my job. I'm thinking, Lord, what? Why? Didn't you just bring me to the greatest place on earth? I'm so happy and so in love, and now I'm out of work? It didn't make any sense at all. Why would God do that? I didn't understand. It didn't take long, and I got a job, and, uh, and I was really happy until the Chicago driver quit, and I had to take over the Chicago run. And now I was unable to make any, any, I mean zero, I would come in on Thursdays, put my offering in the box, and get on my face and beg God, help me, Lord. And I think that was a good five or six months. Wow, that's a desert there. Think about that. And oh, how badly I wanted to be here. He knew I did. I thought, please, Lord. It has to be for our learning, I guess, to see if we really, if we really do really want God. Are we going to give up? Are we going to faint? Uh, if you're in a you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. I remember people asking me, Rick, I can't imagine what you're going through. That's, that's tough. And I said, you know, what else can you do? Where am I going to go? Yeah, all I have is you guys and God. So I, and my bills got, how did my bills get paid? I have no, no idea. They always got paid. I didn't miss anything. But those were really tough times. I'm thinking about young Rom going through his affliction now and others going through their afflictions. And maybe this testimony might encourage you. And uh, somebody, I think, needs it. I was able to get it out when I was at San Marcos. And now I feel better that I got it out here. Saints, there's no place on earth like this. There's no people on earth like this. I am so blessed and happy and grateful to God for all his blessings and for all of you. And for, yes, wonderful church, my brothers and sisters. God bless you all. Thank you. And uh, how gracious he is and. Uh, loving, I really mean that. Bottom of my heart, um, just uh, just everything. Since I've been this way the past past ten years, uh, it's no more than amazing that I'm still here. You would think that uh, a natural family, or a house, a car, a job, those things would bring some type of joy or uh, type of happiness, and it does for a moment. But 
only Jesus can satisfy my soul. And uh, you don't know that on the way looking out, on the way, like when you're out there in the world, you don't, you don't think about those things. But when you come in and you really feel the peace of God, you really feel the joy, you really feel just the Lord just covering you. Um, it's, I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Uh, it's, I guess I'm just reflecting on my life. And, and God's just, he's been, he's been there since, since day one. Even the, the point when I lost my dad, uh, he was there for me. He was, those little things that he put in my heart. I remember, I hate to just kind of go back with stories, but this is, this is, this is my life. I remember when my dad passed and uh, just, just trying to figure out things. Why, why me, why me? But at the same time, I still had a, 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 a mind to want to serve God. I still had a mind of, to, I remember, I remember we used to go to the church on Saturdays, <laughs> Sabbath. I learned a lot. I learned about pagans. I learned, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of stuff, and I, I appreciate it. But nobody was making me go to church. Nobody was telling me, Jay, get up. Got to go. Mama kind of left me alone at that time, and it was just in my heart to want to go serve the Lord. And it's something. It's, I, don't know what it, I don't know what it is that the Lord was, was, uh, was interested in me in, but I'm thankful for it today. Because uh, today I have I have opportunity for life, yeah. more abundantly. Uh, have opportunity to, to make the bride. Uh, that brings joy to my heart. The fact that I have that opportunity. Yeah. Um, not everybody hears this message. Not everybody can see this way, and just enjoying the reading that we've been having, enjoying the fasting. Uh, it's it's you can see these different ice in your land. And at times you can feel like you're about to go down for the last time. Your nerves are. Uh, Whatever else, I go through a lot of stuff, but who doesn't? Every, we all go yeah. through something. Um, so I, I just want to put things in this perspective, and I just want to thank the Lord for allowing me still to be here. I just I appreciate the Lord allowing me to still be here and have a chance for life, and again, a life more abundantly. That's all I had, and I just thankful Amen. to the Lord. guests within the last year or so, God has allowed me to roll back the curtains more often than I have and just remembering where he's brought me from, not only just age-wise, but in my mind and the things that, you know, you just would choose to do and things that at this point you know better than to do and you don't choose to do them. So... I'm just appreciative to know that even when you're not thinking about God, he's thinking about you. And if you just have a will, like Brother Jeremiah was saying, you don't know here nor there. Just have a will to serve God and to attempt to do what's right because at any moment you could make a wrong decision. You could do things that, you don't even realize is it's going to take you straight to the grave. And I'm just so appreciative that, you know, he'll bring things back to your remembrance. You know, that Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know, his thoughts of us, they're of good and not of evil. I'm just so appreciative. And, you know, I, my strengths can be my weaknesses. I have a problem with, um, 
being a person of need or having to need or I always want to give and, you know, that could be your weakness. I'm trying to just be sober and not cry because somebody told me I had to bring my own tissue if I kept crying. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right now. No, Brother Mike, I didn't put myself on the prayer list. You know, sometimes you go through things and you just got to process them. And I'm in a stage of processing right now. And I'm in a stage of just trying to walk, trying to understand, just trying to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I'm just trying to make sure that my calling is an election sure and just to make sure that whatever God says, I know that his will is going to be done and I, and I get on my knees or I'm standing up or I'm doing things and I often say, Lord, let thy will be done. And I just have to know that, Lord, let thy will be done and actually mean it because oftentimes I'll say, Lord, let thy will be done. But is that really what, I'm, what I want is for God's will to be done? But I know that right now in what this is, Lord, let thy will be done. That no matter what you say, I'm able to say amen because God is and will always be who he is. He's not a God that can lie. His promises stand as sure. And if I do all I know to do, if my ways please him, he'll make even my enemies to be at peace with me. And sometimes I'm my own enemy. I know that in this mind, in my flesh dwelling no good thing. So I'm just thankful. I'm appreciative. I want to understand that in my own strength, I'm nobody. But in the will of God, if it's his will, if I'm standing in his purpose, come with me. Lord, I just want to stand. And yes, I am going through something right now in my family. I just, Lord, just give me strength. And I'm appreciative. When I was uh, hospitalized, it feels, feels like I haven't been here forever. Um, I was hospitalized, and then uh, I went to Texas. And um, I just want to stand up and uh, appreciate and thank everybody for uh, praying for me. Um, on my way to New York, I, I had a good report. Um, the trip turned out way better than I expected. Um, I had asked the saints to pray for me in my situation. I actually ended up. Uh, much better than I expected. Um, when I was there, there was like a lot of situations where I had to use wisdom and discernment. And um, I could just tell that uh, I'm growing, that I'm changing on the inside because the outcome of certain situations was different just from a, a few months ago. And um, I could see myself... Uh, actually putting putting that uh the knowledge and um understanding into action so um i'm just thankful for that and um i'm just grateful to be here in a place where i could just see myself changing eyes opening up ears opening up to listen and um yeah that's all i had to say which is i'm thankful
things that has come his way. It's no wonder you could hear Job say, the Lord giveth and he taketh away, but I'll still give him faith. Oh, but when the tables were all turned around, then Job's world came crashing down.
troubles come And there's no one around Satan tries to tell me God's let me down Oh, through every dark hour The best thing I found Is to give my God
able to break it down that we can actually understand we can be able to stand thankful to be here today and as I was just sitting in my seat just thinking about testimonies of the people of God and how David said I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread but what gave David that actual testimony was the fact that he went through some things and just think about every sacrifice, it says, shall be salted with fire. And uh, listening to Brother Rick and Brother Jeremiah earlier, talking about being able to be a part of the family of God. And God, he always wanted a family in the earth. He always wanted a people that would, would uh, show his marvelous works, would show his wisdom. Uh, but those people, all of those people had to go through some things. And we sang a song to be a pillar in the house of the Lord. Pillar is actually, it has to be able to bear some weight. And um, just so thankful, just thinking about all of those things that we actually go through in our lives, it gives us confidence in God, that he's well able to deliver us, that he's well able to defend. Don't we sing a song that, that sings says that? And um, just thinking about, I think it's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, that song uh, says in everything, that song that we sung in everything, give thanks, but 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I believe verse 17, it says in everything, give thanks, but this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I'm thankful for that because the Lord, he knows all our trials. He knows things that we go through. He knows situations that may come up in our lives. But he's looking for a witness. He's looking for somebody that, can, that he can show himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. And to, count it, to be counted worthy enough to suffer for the Lord. And it's not necessarily affliction from without we suffering, but in this inner man on the inside that might tell us sometimes that we're going we, to 
fall down for the last time. This, this old man, let's say that. I'm, forgive me. This old man, he tell us that we're going down for the last time. This old man telling us that God has left us and we've went too far without God. He's a lie. And the truth is not in him. The Lord, he's well able. And so he's brought us this way so that we can make it. And I don't believe that all the things that actually transpired in my life, the Lord would bring me this far in my life for me to miss it. I don't believe that. I believe that everything that transpired in each and every one of our lives is a testimony of the faithfulness of God. And it, it's, it's just according to us, according to our faith. As Brother LJ, uh, not to reference his name, but just thinking about the channel that he actually was talking about a few Fridays ago, about being thankful. And thankfulness, there's a saying that says, thankfulness makes room for more. And it's impossible to be thankful and unthankful at the same time. I want to be thankful all the time, and the reason why is because I know, Lord, you have brought me from, from such a mighty long way. You brought me to your banqueting house where the banner over me, us, is love. And at the same time, as I go through these situations in my life, I have to remember, God, where I was, this, the horrible pit that you brought me from and how you brought me in. And then you established my goings. You gave me a, a, a vision of what this life is all about. You showed me a better way, and I'm so thankful. And so what it gives me, it gives me confidence in God, knowing that I've been down, I've been in situations where I couldn't get myself out of it at all. We sang that song just now, Counted All Joy. I can remember uh, laying up. I mean, it was a horrible time in my life. I mean, a horrible time. I was sharing it actually with someone. I believe it was the day before yesterday. I didn't have a vehicle. I barely was making any money. I was unstable as water. I mean, I couldn't provide for myself nor the children that I had. I mean, I couldn't do anything. Uh, living with my brother, barely able to pay the rent, didn't have a bed to sleep on. I slept on a mattress on the floor, didn't have, a, didn't have nothing. And so, but at that time, that low time in my life, I was able to look up. But I seen my redemption, it draw it nigh. What's that scripture that says, uh, it's high time, I believe, now is our salvation, it's nearer than we first believed. And so those situations, it, sometimes we need our water to be, our life to be troubled because we get complacent. I don't know about you, but sometimes you get comfortable in the, in, the, in the present, in the situation that you may be going through. But sometimes our world needs to be shaken up just a little bit. Not saying that we want our world to be shaken up, but sometimes we just really need to realize that we need more God. I don't know about you, but I know I need more God. I, my life, I, I, at this particular time in my life, there's no turmoil. Ain't that something? There's no turmoil as far as things that I've gotten myself out of. Those things, I've kinda, I guess by the grace of God, I've lived those things down. But a man born a woman is a few days in full of trouble, Brother Rick. So trouble is on his way. I mean, it's, it's right there. They're saying good times don't last always, and neither does bad times. So in everything, I just want to give thanks. I want to be temperate in all things. I don't, I don't want to be because I'm, things are going well. I'm hallelujah, praise the Lord. No, in everything, no matter if I'm in the valley or if I'm on the mountaintop, God still gets the glory because of what he's already done. And so I'm just so thankful, saints of God. I really, I just wanted to encourage the people of God. God always wanted a family in the earth to give him glory. That's what he wanted. 
And but you know, the situation happened where man messed up. He tried with a nation. They messed up. He tried on the day of Pentecost, and it was glorious at that point, but the church fell away. But the Lord, he's still going to have a people that's actually going to show his marvelous works. And we have an opportunity to be a part of that people. So I have joy in my heart. And it's not on circumstances. That's not why the joy came. It's the joy of the Lord, knowing that, God, you are by my side. As long as I'm walking with you, Lord, as long as I keep my eyes on Jesus, then I'm thankful. And I, like I said, I know situations are coming. They are around the corner, saints of God. The same afflictions are counted in our brothers as in the world. And so everybody's going to go through things. It, everybody's going to go through something in their life, whether if it's, it can be the worst of the worst, but God still sits on the throne and he still has a glorious, wonderful son. And this bride that we're striving for, we still have an opportunity. My eyes have not closed where I can't get up and run. I still have an opportunity, still have breath in my, in my lungs, still have movement in my hand. My feet can still run. I still have joy in my heart. So I'm, I, I'm just excited, saints of God. I appreciate God for leading me this way, giving me this opportunity. I'm thankful. I'll share this little quick testimony with, with, with the saints. I don't believe I ever shared this, but I remember when I was, I was raised by my grandparents, and so that's why I'm the condition that I am right now. I'm spoiled. I'm messed up. But I got it honestly. <laughs> my grandparents raised me. But it's some principles that, that they actually they gave me, and I, I'm so thankful for that. The, the bad came with the good, and I'm so thankful for that. Well, my grandfather, when he passed, my father was never in my life. I mean, at all. I didn't meet this man until I was 15 years old. And it was, it was made that way. My grandfather felt that this man was, he was wayward. He wasn't consistent. And my grandfather kept him away from me as a child. So as long as my grandfather was living, that man wasn't able to come see me. But my grandfather raised me. Well, when my grandfather died, that male figure was gone out of my life. So at 14 years old, and you can imagine, a young boy, no male figure, what you going to do? You're going to do whatever you want to do. Well, when my grandmother, uh, my grandmother was like my idol. She was, she was it. She was, she was mother. She was father. She was everything that I possibly need. Well, when my grandmother got sick, she died from cancer. When she got sick, I'm out here in the world now. I mean, I'm 19, 20 years old. And when she got sick, I felt in my heart that God had, I mean, like, why, God, you would take the only person that loves me as more than I love myself? Why would you take that person away? And for probably 12 years of my life, I ran rampant. And I had a, I had a uh, anger towards God. I mean, it was like, because this woman prayed every day. She read, she read her Bible every day, faithfully. She was a good person. She would have fit right in here with you people. I, I, I promise you, she would have fit right on in by the grace of God. And, but she died. And so as a young man, I felt like I might as well just go on out and do whatever. Because if this is the God that she was serving and he allowed her to check out, then what's the whole purpose? Well, all of those 12 years of my life, I went way out way out. I mean, way out yonder. But God didn't let me go too far, Brother Greg. 
There was always something. I mean, it was always something that stopped from near death. I mean, that far, Brother Turner, I mean, I was out there. But the Lord, he always allowed something to stop me from going that far. And so when the Lord allowed me to come to the body of Christ, when he allowed me to come here, it took a while for me to get my, my, my bearings, my legs. Um, but I had to remember the times where I'm standing with a shotgun in my face. I had to remember the times where the judge can slam the gavel and give me 15 years. I had to remember the times where I may have not made it out. But God, you brought me here. So all of the things that God has allowed us to go through, it brought us to this good day. And so I'm happy. And it's not a state. It's not because of situations, saints. It's because of the testimony of God in my life and in your life. And so that's the joy of the Lord. That is our strength. And so I'm thankful, saints of God. I really just wanted to express myself, tell the people of God, I'm so thankful to be here. We are so thankful to be here. This is going to be a glorious year. 2024 is the best year that ever happened to us. Reason why? Because we ain't never lived it before. So I'm thankful to be here, saints of God. Hallelujah anyhow. Never let your troubles get you down. When hard trials come your way, hold your head up high and say, hallelujah anyhow. Usually I don't sleep, but uh, I did fall asleep, so I want to apologize for my tardiness. But I am also thankful uh, to be here, um, thankful to be in the land of the living, thankful to be uh, sitting on green grass, thankful to be under uh, a ministry that is not uh, silent, um, standing on the wall, um, watching and listening for what the Lord is saying to the uh to the church in this hour, um, giving it to the people so that we can go on and live victoriously in this time, in this uh, present age. And we all know what this world looks like today, but I'm thankful, um, as all the saints were saying, that it was something that the Lord saw in me, that um, he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. He uh, put me among a per peculiar people um, and for that, I'm thankful. Um, I always, pardon me for saying, um, but I, I always had a place for God in my life. I always wanted to serve God. And again, the lives that we live prior to coming this way, it's for a reason. Uh, it's to build a testimony in our lives. Um, and I, I just, I'm thankful that God didn't leave me out there, and I'm thankful that I've always had a sensitivity to the Spirit of God. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. I received the Holy Spirit, I think, at the age of 27, uh, in a place, in a concubine, where um, I did not have the truths that I'm getting now. But if it had not been at that point in my life where I was receptive to receive the Holy Spirit, that if I had not had that gift from God, I don't know what would have happened to me. I don't know where I would be. I don't know if I would still be alive. I don't know if I would still have a desire to serve God. I know I wouldn't be here. So I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit because that spirit, while I didn't allow it to 
always manifest in my life, but when I got to some very low places in my life, it was the Spirit of God that allowed, that shook me and got my attention and didn't allow me to go too far and didn't allow me to um, just do some of the things that I had in my mind to do because we always want to do what we want to do. And we are, I was, we're always our worst enemy, being adversarial to ourselves. But I thank God that I'm in a place where I can learn. I've learned who the enemy is, and it's not anybody outside. It's, it's this carnal mind that I have. And I just have to tame that carnal mind. I have to bring it in, un, into submission. I have to continue to read the Word of God. I have to continue to pray. I have to continue to press. I have to continue just to remind myself of the goodness of God. And for that, I'm thankful. Yeah. Listening to all the testimonies just made me that much more appreciative. Singing these wonderful songs just made me that much more appreciative. I've been feeling a little pressure in my life, but in everything, I want to give thanks. I just start remembering my own testimony. Whenever I was just a young man, I didn't have no father figure, Brother Felton. But the Lord, he kept me. Whenever I moved to Shreveport, Louisiana, I felt pressure. But the Lord, he kept me. When I moved to Baton Rouge by myself, it was pressure. But the Lord, he kept me. Even now, I'm feeling a little pressure. But it's okay. Why? Because I believe that the Lord, he going to keep me. And so I'm thankful. I was thinking about them scriptures. He'll bring two out of a family, one out of a city, and bring them unto Zion. And he'll feed them with pastors after his own heart. I just thought, just reflecting on the people of God, just the people in this book, I thought about Abraham, how he believed the promises, how he believed what God told him, how he told him that he was going to be, uh, uh, Isaac was going to be, uh, his seed was going to be called. And even though the Lord asked him to offer him up, he still believed. He believed. He didn't let him stop him. He didn't let that stop him from uh, be willing to give up everything that he had to offer to God because he believed in his promises. I think about David. He, he, he loved God. He was a man after God's own heart. Even God told him, he said, uh, through your lineage, I'm going to always have a king on the throne. And by the grace of God, Jesus Christ came through that lineage. And by the way, Jesus Christ is still on the throne. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And so even now, Jesus Christ is still keeping his promises. And I'm thankful. So if he did it for them, my goodness, I know he can do it for me. And I just want to be encouraged. I just don't want to fade along the way. I thought about that scripture that says, knowing that the trine of your faith Work of patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And so, Lord, even though it's not always easy, even though it's not always comfortable, I just want to sit down. I just want to be patient. I just want to see the salvation of the Lord and just let him have his perfect work, that I may be entire, wanting and lacking nothing. So I'm just thankful to be here. I was just thinking about Joseph and everything that he went through. His brother sold him into captivity, but it was okay. He went in, and then the Lord gave him a little bit of favor. Potiphar's wife tried him. He ended up in prison, prison, but it was okay. Then I think about how he, uh, the Lord allowed him to be able to interpret some dreams. 
between the baker and the butler. They forgot about him, but it was okay. But I, I think it was Psalms 105. It said Joseph was tried until his word came. He was tried. He went through, but he remembered. He remembered his God. He never forgot. He remembered his God. And so when God brought him out of prison and he allowed him to be lifted up to uh, second above Pharaoh, he used his, uh, his opportunity. He used that, um, that status that he was in to be able to preserve life. He didn't retaliate. He showed love. It wasn't personal because they meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And so sometimes we go through things in life and we think this stuff are, we think this stuff are bad. We think this stuff is for evil. But no, the Lord is purifying us. He is allowing us to be tried. He is allowing us to be tested. That way we may come out pure as gold. So I'm thankful. I am appreciative. I just want to thank the Lord for being here. I really didn't have much to say. I honestly didn't. But I just wanted to tell the Lord that I appreciate him. And I'm, th I'm glad that the Lord has allowed me to, to see everything he's doing for me. And uh, I was actually reading about King Josiah. And um, he really encouraged me because he became king at eight years old. In uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 34, uh, it talks about how, I think it's verse 2. Talks about how King, uh, we can pull that up. King Josiah actually started uh, seeking the Lord at 16 years old. And just seeing that the spirit that he had, we don't mind. Second Chronicles chapter 34. Start at verse 2, please. And he did, talking about King Josiah, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in his walked in the ways of his father, and walked in the ways of David his father, and declined neither to turn to the right hand nor to the left. Verse 3, please. For in the eighth year of his reign, while he was yet young, he began to seek after the God of David, his father. And in the twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem from the high places and the groves and the core of images and the molten images. And so the thing about King Josiah, he started serving the Lord at a young age. And he just stayed consistent. He stayed faithful. He was zealous after his God. He tore down all them high places, all those groves. He tore down all those things that wasn't pleasing unto him. And then as it keeps going in this uh, chapter here, it talks about how King Josiah, he told his, uh, his, his men, he said, I want you to go and rebuild the house of the Lord. And then when they began to do that, they found the book of the law of Moses. And uh, one of his scribes brought it to him. And he, he began to read it to him. And then after he read it, he read his garment. He was like, wow, his heart was broken. Just seeing that the, the way that these people had been going, how, we had, how they had been disobeying the laws of God. And he said, let me inquire of the prophetess. Let me inquire of the Lord. So he went to the prophetess, and this is how she responded to him. If we could pick this up in verse 27 for me. So this is the spirit that King Josiah had. Because thy heart was tender, thou didst humble thyself before God. When thou heard his words against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, and humbles thyself before me, and did rend thy clothes, and weep before me, I have ever, I have even heard thee also, saith the Lord. Next verse, please. Behold, I will gather thee to thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered to thy grave in peace. Neither shall thy evil see all the, uh, neither shall thy eyes see all the evil that I will bring upon this place, and upon the inhabitants of the same. So they bought the king word again. And I was just thinking, think about this scripture, because when you look at the end of uh, King Josiah's life, he actually died in battle. 
and you like, how did he go to the grave in peace, right? Uh, if you can pull up Isaiah chapter 57 for me, verse 1. I should have bought my Bible. I'm doing all this. I'm sorry. Isaiah 57. The righteous perish, and no man led it to heart. Thank you, sir. No man led it to heart. And merciful men are taken away, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. Uh, next verse, thank you. He shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his righteousness. And so I see uh, King Josiah, the Lord allowed him, um, he, he showed him the merciful route. Um, because he didn't allow him to see that judgment that came up on that people. And if you, uh, we can pick it up in verse 31. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 34, verse 31. I'm going to go back to that. And the, I'm, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to just read it. Thank you. And the king stood in his place and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes. And his next part, with all his heart, with all his soul, and to perform the words of the covenant which are written in this book. And he calls all the, um, and he, um, and he calls all that were present in Jerusalem and, and in Benjamin to stand to it. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, uh, the God of their fathers. Next verse. And Josiah took away all the abominations out of all the countries that pertain to the children of Israel and made all that were present in Israel to serve, even to serve the Lord their God. And all his days they departed not from following the Lord, the God of their fathers. And you see, the, so you see the spirit that Josiah had. He was zealous for the things of God. He, he had a love for the things of God to the point where he started doing them. But then he also commanded that the people started doing them. And then he didn't stop there. We can go uh, to, to chapter 35. I'm going to just start at verse 2 for the sake of time. And he set the priests in their charges and encouraged them to, uh, to the service of the house of the Lord. And said unto the Levites that taught all Israel, which were holy unto the Lord, put the holy ark in the house which Solomon the son of David, king of Israel, did build. It shall not be a burden upon your shoulders. Serve now the Lord your God and his people Israel. Next verse here. And prepare yourselves. We've been talking about that. Preparing ourselves. Doing what we have to do to serve the Lord. Even with this fast. Am I doing what I have to do to hear from God? Am I doing what I have to do for the Lord to set me free? Am I doing what I have to do to be an example? Am I doing them things? Am I preparing myself? And then he says, by the houses of your fathers, after your courses, according to the writing of David, king of Israel, and according to the writing of Solomon, his son. For the sake of time, I'm just drop down. Verse 6. So kill the Passover and sanctify yourselves. And then this, now this is what he does. Prepare your brethren that they may do according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. I thought about that scripture. I believe uh, Paul was talking to Timothy. He says, uh, be strong, therefore, in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that you have heard of me among many witnesses. He said, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. And I just begin to think about King Josiah in his life. 
first he had a revelation for himself how he had to clean himself up. But then he held the people accountable, and he demanded the same thing of them. And so I'm just thankful to be here. Just think about the life that we're living. Thank God that we have a vision and want to uh, clean our own lives up. And I'm so glad that I'm in a place of accountability. That even if I go the wrong way, I got brothers and sisters who are going to steer me in the wrong way and encourage me to prepare myself to seek the Lord. So I'm just thankful to be here. Thankful to be here. Appreciate all the testimonies I've heard. Brother. Appreciate Brother Cody. It's just thinking uh, it's different ones were testifying. Uh, scripture, actually, as we were singing the song, actually, and everything, uh, give thanks. And I was thinking about even Job and things that he had gone through, things that he had encountered, and his wife. Told him, say, why don't you uh, curse God and die? Told him, say, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we receive good at the hand of the Lord? And shall we not receive evil? And it didn't mean when you see evil, it just saying, should we not re receive adversity? Should we not receive adversity at the hand of the Lord? And so those things may be evil or adversity, to us, they're not evil to God, they're evil or adverse to us. But I'm thankful that God put us in this wonderful way. I was just thinking as, uh, I think it may have been even uh, Sister Phyllis was testifying. And I thought about all the testimonies that have gone forth and I was, uh, I, I, I have an anniversary today. I don't mean the years that I married Sister Turner. But January 5th, 1992, God gave me the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and my life has never been the same. But he didn't stop there. The fullness of time, it wasn't but maybe four or five years later that he would actually bring me into contact with the body of Jesus Christ. And so... I'm so thankful to be where God, I was just thinking, as different ones would testify. Brother Cody uh, quoted that, that we should count it all joy when we fall into divers temptations. Know that we're going we're gonna to be tried. Every sacrifice, it doesn't matter who it is, it shall be salted with fire. And beloved, think it not strange concerning these fiery trials which are to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. My God, it's not strange, isn't it? But what, is it, what does it do? These things, if we will allow them, see the, the thing about what we go through, if we don't get it right the first time, we don't get out that which God is coming for, he's coming back again. He, until, thank God, we can come forth as pure gold. When I am tried and purified, Thank God we can come forth as pure gold. And that's what we're trying to be. I counsel to buy of thee gold that's been tried in the fire. I understand what he's talking about there, but thank God our faith has to be tried. 
How does the Lord know what we're going to do in the day of adversity if he doesn't turn the heat up on us? If he doesn't put some fire under us, thank God if, if, you, if we faint in the day of adversity, then our strength is small. But thank God, I appreciate God that we don't have to go that route. We can stand still and see the salvation in everything. And I was just thinking, and that, that scripture, I, I'm telling you, it, it was it means a lot to me when I was just thinking about it as we was I was in one of the most trying times of my life and this scripture was shared with me when I was a young man 33 years old just got in an accident didn't know if I was gonna live or die and it and this scripture was given to me in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you I couldn't see it then well, my God, I believe everything that God has put me through, brought me through, thank in my life, in your life, it brought you to this good day. You would not be who you are without the things that you have gone through. That's what made you. That's what proved you. That's what tried you. Thank God, but you came out on the other side shouting hallelujah anyhow. Thank God. And you say it was a hard, it was trying, it, was, it pressed against you, it hurt, it didn't feel good. But my God, look at the result. I believe Peter said it, put it this way. He said, after you suffered a while, he's able to make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. That's after you suffered a while. And as much as Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. That he that has suffered in the flesh, thank God he ceased from sin. Just know that we're going to go through. I'm, I'm persuaded, Paul said, that the, the sufferings of this time, they're not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. Stay around a while. Oh, God. It gets better. Believe it or not, it does get better. And so it's those things that God put us through. So count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation. Knowing that to trying, it's got to be tried. That's what Brother Cody was saying. Abraham, he had to try his faith. Are you going to believe God or are you going to believe what the doctors, the lawyers, the this, and all these people say? Who are you going to believe? My God, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. That's who we're going to trust in. That's who we're going to believe. Whose report are you going to believe? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He shall grow up before him. That was Christ as a tender plant out of root, out of a dry ground. There was no form, no beauty, nothing that you would desire him. Thank God he was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities, but the chastisement of our peace, it was upon him. And by his strife, that's the thing he went through. Thank God we can find healing for our soul. But I believe if the Pharisees, Sadducees could have got the, the purpose for which Jesus Christ came, they would have gotten something, wouldn't they? But they thought they came, they, the, that is, even if some of his disciples, look old uh, uh, Judas Iscariot. Thinking that God was going to send Christ, that is, to deliver them from the bondage of Rome. That's not why he came. That's not why he came. My God, he said, come unto me all that are heavy laden, and I 
Joe, give you rest. He came to give them rest for their soul. They didn't get it then. But my God, on the day of Pentecost, with stammering lips and another tongue, shall I speak to this people? Amen. He came to give us something. Not just life, but life more abundantly. He came to give us something. Hallelujah. And so it was a thing. Think about it. And listen to these two men. James, John, they want to sit on the right, on the left. And Jesus Christ asked them a question. Can you drink of the cup that I'm going to drink of? What cup was that? That was that cup of suffering that he was going to suffer. Can you drink of that? Oh, yes, we, we, we can drink of huh? You know what he told them? Oh, no, no, no. Here's the other part. Can you be baptized with the baptism that I shall be baptized? That was the baptism of fire. He said, indeed you shall. Yes. You, oh, yeah, we can do this. Indeed you shall. You know what? You know what he went on to say? I have a baptism to be baptized with. How shall I be straightened until it be accomplished? He realized it was those fiery trials, the fire that was going to be put. Thank God. And so we're talking about, think about what we're talking about here now. Our opening, what we're doing this year, right? We're trying to perfect our spirits, right? Oh, God. Well, nothing going to perfect your spirit like fire. Amen. Thank God for that. And so, so blessed the man, he said, for when he is tried, that is, uh, I'm, let me go back to that. James, I want to touch that for a minute. Perfect work. What do you mean? In your patience, possess ye your soul. Brother, this is not a sprint. It is a marathon. So you have to be patient. You have to pace yourself. You ever seen a, 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 a we used to say, these, you ever seen these quarter horses, they call them? Well, he said, uh, you know, we, they had a saying then, a horse run fast, he don't run long. He's only good for a mile and a quarter. But my God, if you would pace yourself, we have to run this race with patience. Look at unto Jesus. He ought in the finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And so, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to endure the cross, despise the shame. Now, as he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, he said, consider such one. We're still just contradiction against sinners. Lest you be weary and faint in your mind. Thank God. We're not about to quit. We mean to make it. Make it all the way. May stumble down. Feel discouraged. Feel so unworthy. But I'm not about to quit. You know what? You, you, you'll never get anywhere quitting. These saying, these are just saying, but it, there's an element of truth to them. Quitters never win. And winners never quit. You ain't going to win a battle if you quit. My God, he's given us what it takes to go on in the Lord. And so I appreciate God for these testimonies. And these are the things when you're going through. You can look back over your life. You can look in the, listen, you, you, uh, I believe Paul, when Paul uh, said forgetting those things behind Brother, I'm not, he, he's not, don't, don't forget what God has done. All this thing, I used to do this, I used to do that. You might want to forget that. But brother, your testimony, sister, your testimony. Thank God you don't want to forget about that because that's what God did for you when you were going through. 
And listen, one of the most trying times in my life, God gave me that scripture. And really, didn't, I, 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 it, it, was, it, was, it was trying. Trust me when I say that. 33 years old, active young man. And to have a situation that, that I face, uh, y'all know my testimony. I'm not going to tell it over again. But God, I'm telling you, I believe I came out better. And it's not for anything natural, but brother, just my mind, just, my, just the thing that God put in my heart as I went through these things. I'm so thankful for that. And some things, some things you'll think you, you get, and you'll say, I wouldn't give what I have for this world. I wouldn't give this sweet peace that I feel. I wouldn't give it. You can't trade it. What are you going to trade it for? I was thinking about this game of mine. I think that was, uh, what was it, Habakkuk. Let's go to Habakkuk, chapter 3. Thinking about this. And last three verses, uh, that 15, 16, 17, yeah, that's it, 17, 18, 19, that's it. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vine. And you know, back in those times, what, what, you know, they didn't, uh, uh, wealth and different things, well, they went by livestock and all these things that you have. It wasn't physical money. Look what he said, the, lot, uh, the labor of the olive shall fail. The fields shall yield no meat. No, brother, you want them fields to yield some meat. Some meat is mean food. And the flock shall be cut off from the fold. There will be no herds in the stall. Let's go to the next verse. Hallelujah. Yet will, that, wait, with all that going on, wait a minute. All that going on, but what? Yet will I rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Oh, that same one that called all those things. But look at this right here. The Lord God is my strength. He shall make my feet. Thank God that's the path you walk. That's your traveling. That's you traveling with the Lord. He'll make them like hind's feet. What is hind? A hind is a mountain goat. You ever watch those fellows? I don't know if you ever seen this, uh, uh, Animal Kingdom. Well, they, on those rocks, they hop from rocks to rocks. Now, mind you, they thousands of feet in, in the air. Well, they hopping from rock to rock, and they sure-footed, brother. You never, I never, well, I never seen, I'm sure some missed it, but, <laughs> but I never seen one slip. But that's what he's saying as we're walking. Thank God he'll make our feet like hind feet. He'll cause us to be sure-footed. He'll cause us to be steadfast. Unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always. Not sometime. Many are the affliction of the righteous. But the Lord, he delivered them out of them all. Not some. He said all. I don't know about you. One day this poor man cried. Oh, God, and he delivered me out of all my troubles. All my troubles. Amen. And so he'll make me to walk up on high places. Well, you'll look back on these things for a testimony. Look what the Lord has done. I was going through, but look what happened. 
My God, he'll cause you to keep walking and talking as you climb. He'll cause you to keep climbing Mount Zion. You'll look back on those things for a testimony and say he'll do it again. Let's look at what he done already, and I'll say he'll do it again. Hallelujah. But we got to encourage ourselves in the Lord. That's what David did. Those men spake a stone in him, didn't he? Wives, children, all, all is gone. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, to, listen, excuse me. He said, he'll make my feet to walk up on my high places to the chief's chingers and my string henchmen. Thank God he's able to cause us to, and these things. They that wait upon the Lord. We have to keep serving. Let's keep serving. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thank God we don't have to faint. We don't have to faint. And so I'm thankful. I'm, I'm going to stop there, but I appreciate God for these wonderful testimonies of the people of God. Tell it. I, I don't think anybody should sit down on it. Brother Rick was telling his testimony. Well, I appreciate the thing, the places that we have gone, the things, the experiences that God, it's not just for us, but it might, that it might encourage others. Hallelujah. And so we want to encourage one another. We want to exalt one another daily while it is called today. Amen. So I'm going to stop. I appreciate God so much for his meeting and just thankful for the testimony that I've heard movement of the Spirit of God, we'll stop there, but God is faithful. Let, let, there is, remember this, remember this. When you, when you think you're all, all by yourself, someone quoted that one, a man born of a woman a few days and full of trouble. 2 Corinthians 10. Verse 13, I believe it's 13. That's not it. There is no temptation. That's it. Someone started. Thank you, bro. Sorry. There is no temptation taken, such as is common to man. And what is he saying? The things that we go through, they're common to man. Everybody goes through something. This is your trial. This is mine. But we all going to be tried. I'm persuaded of this, that we can come forward as pure gold. We don't have to be wood, hair, stubble. We can be gold, silver, precious stone. All of fire did was burn the dross off. Hallelujah. There are no temptation taking you. The scripture came to mind. I don't even know why, Brother Gray. Surely, the churning of the butter, churning of the milk, bringing forth butter. Thank God is going to bring forth something in the fullness of time. He's churning as he's working on us. Well, he's purifying. He's working on us. Well, it's going to bring forth butter. It's going to be bring forth something God will use. There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God, always remember this, God is faithful, who will not suffer or allow you to be tempted above. He's not going to overwhelm you. He's not going to allow that to happen. 
you know, he, he was talking about, is that Matthew chapter 6? He said, consider the lilies of the field. They tall not, neither do they spin. Yet my heavenly father, he feeded them, didn't he? He said, Solomon, and all his, he wasn't even arrayed like any of these. So let me, tell, let me ask you this. This is a question for all of us. Who, for taking thought, can add one cubit to his stature? What is he saying? What can you change by worrying? What can you change? You can't add one cubit to your stature. And if we're going to worry, don't pray. But if we're going to pray, don't worry. Amen. Look at it. Consider how they grow. They tall not. They're not striving for anything. They spin not. Yet I say unto thee, Solomon in all his wisdom, it wasn't arrayed like one of these. God took care of him. Go back to 2 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians, I say the uh, 1 Corinthians 10 and 10, 13. That's why I got it wrong. I, second, I had 2 Corinthians 10. I apologize. But there had no temptation taking you such as common to man, but God is faithful who will suffer, not suffer or allow you to be tempted or tried above that you're able to bear. He's not going to put any more than you can bear. He's not going to put it. He's not that kind of God. And when you, and even when you're barren or you think you're barren, thank God you're not barren it alone. You're not barren it alone. But will with the temptation also make a way, of, way to escape. Thank God he gives us the word of God. And so when that enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord begins to lift up a standard. He made a way of escape you may be able to bear. Thank God he's able to help us. He's a present help in a time of need. I'm going to stop there. Uh, we received prayer requests already. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to, we're going to put our offering in the box on Friday. Let me just say that. Kind of coming up, coming up to it, Sister Desiree. Keeping track, right? Making sure we're not missing, right? But I wanted that. That's uh, I'll say this, and we'll we'll go ahead and dismiss. Get make announcements for Brother Sean. But those things test our maturity. How mature are we? Do I really need to have a basket passed around to really put in the offering? No, sir. Absolutely not. Now, the question would be. If we put that basket or that box up on the roof there, <laughs> I, I heard, a, I'm, I'm going to just say this, and I'm gonna, I heard a brother say one time, that, and it's a much, very mature church, I'm going to say that, very mature church, and he said, those people were so faithful in giving that if they put that offering box up on the roof, they'd climb on the, on the roof and put their offering in. That's saying something there, isn't it? We're not going to put it on the roof. It's in the back right here, all right? It's been good. <coughs> Excuse me. It's been good to be here. Appreciate God so much uh, for this meeting, for the spirit of God, for the testimonies of the people of God, for those wonderful songs of Zion. God's got an army. Thank God. In that army, we can be a part. Anyway, Brother Sean, if y'all got a song y'all want to 
bless us with, we'll do that and we'll dismiss. Put your offering in the box in the back. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Hey, it must be time to sit down. My vision, my frustration feels so out of hand. Then I am reminded I've never been forsaken. I've never had to stand a test alone. As I look at all the victories, His Spirit rises up in me through the fire of my The cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered a victories without fighting. He said help would always come in time. Remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary said, trials and the fire is getting hard to stand the enemy is trying to take the victory from me but i can't like the strength of man then my heart cries out to heaven and i feel his love surround me i know that i can face this world so i'm gonna trust He'll be there beside me to walk me through the flame of life again. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered a victory without fighting. He said hell would always come in time. Remember
Sunday. Marcos. Everyone is going? Okay. The Mike talked about the deepest, deepest, darkest valley of my testimony. I looked at my brothers in the eye, my, my ministry, and I said, very rare that I make meetings now, but one day going to be very rare. You remember, Brother Mike? It's going to be very rare that I miss a meeting. And look at me now. <laughs> I also wanted to let you all know I'm bringing my, my co-worker tomorrow, or uh, Sunday. I'll, I'll, I'll be on Zoom for the brothers meeting. But he's, uh, I said, why are you coming? What, what, what's up? He said, he said, I just want to check. I want to see what's going on. Amen. Uh, Amen. That's all the announcements, well. Please drive safely. Love you all. You are dismissed.